Oh, fuck, dude. What's up? I start work in fucking six days. Oh, shit, man. That's soon. Yeah. I don't even mind it. It's it's gonna go one of two... Well, one way. It's gonna... For the most part. You think so? Because they're not prepared. Yeah. Um... But I'll be getting paid from the beginning. Like, I just... I can't wait for the first two checks. Basically... I'm going to save 40% to make sure whatever happens with taxes is covered. Because that's the only solid number I came upon to be safe. Yeah. Like, I, people have thrown out, like, all kinds of numbers. And I just don't want to get hit. Like, picked up this one job to help company in mm-hmm. And he paid her as a contractor too but she hadn't realized that that was the case yeah so she's making fat checks and just had no idea why yeah and then at the end of the year got hit with a grand stamp from fucking irs damn that sucks um that she had just come up with and she was like what where's from what yeah because you know she thought she was an employee so she yeah. was just like so she was just like oh yeah i'm getting paychecks yeah yeah exactly um fuck dude so that's why i'm just like 40 percent. but even that i can still pay my bills and my student loans. Because that's, that's another thing that's going to come around to fuck me is Uncle Sam's student loans. Yeah. Once I'm off of making zero income, because right now my payments with Uncle Sam are zero. Yeah. I just have to pay my private loan. But uh, the dude fucked up when he was talking. Because I don't know if they're supposed to tell you what your like payment is out of context. Like with no information on my income. Uh-huh. Uh, they want me to be paying 800 and like change a month. <laughs> my uncle Sam loan. Damn. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go with income based on this year's income. So it should be fine. I should be at around like 200 bucks. Oh, that's not too bad. So, Still yeah. Bad. I mean, I'll be able to manage all of it as long as that contract goes. It doesn't matter. As long as I have it, it's fine. Because then as soon as it cuts, I'll just go on unemployment. Yeah. Uh, again, if I have to. Yeah, man. All right. Uh, jump into this yeah welcome to space is fake the podcast transmission incoming from outside this world this is uh kenny i'm kenny hi my name is alex i'm a new guest on the show an alien threat houston we've got a problem what Space is fake. Say again, there's nothing out here. What space is fake? Say again, there's nothing out here. What space is fake? Say again, Houston. Space is fake. That's the name of the podcast. Say again. Uh, we're going to be covering incels today, the incel quote-unquote culture. Yes, our, our friends from the not-quite-dark-web, not-quite-hidden no, no. or unaccessible. And maybe that's actually what the real problem is, that they are really accessible. Uh, maybe it's a good thing, shining light on the... I mean, the, I think so, shit, for but... sure. I, I of sound mind body and spirit think that all fucked up things should be shown into 
so that you know we're not caught unaware when shit just comes around and bite us in the ass. Yeah. So if you're um, if you're an extremely online brain poisoned millennial like us, you probably already know what incels are. But for the uninitiated, incel means involuntarily celibate, um, and it's a community of uh, mostly men who are very sad online and um some of the more famous members of this include uh, i don't know i probably shouldn't use any names but uh there was a guy in southern california a guy in vancouver i have a list ish of of those um of those very famous uh individuals within the circles of involuntarily celibate mm-hmm. individuals or persons but i think before we get into the thick of it uh, and start chopping at the brush, we should uh, just kind of give a little bit of background because I think it's a kind of interesting. Like, I think it's interesting how it started mm-hmm. and what it stood for originally and what compared to what it means today. Because, um, and if you're new to our podcast, I do want to advise you before we get into this that most of our information comes from the internet aka wikipedia or youtube uh, and actually in, the, in in this case a lot of the research is coming from i mean you can't really research incels without going on online because that's where they live yeah so, and, so uh, uh yeah and a lot of it comes from just kind of their own boards and such right and and saying all that to say that uh you know take it with a grain of salt it's just a bunch of crap someone performed and or wrote about on the internet. But here it is. In 1993, a girl named Alana wasn't getting any schmexy time. She was just having a dry spell. You know, it happens to the best of us. It does. The best of chads have gone through dry spells. If, if for no other time they went through a dry spell between the time they were born and the time that they first got some action. Yeah. So, and, and I mean, they're they're headed for another long dry spell that tends to happen towards the end of life. Right, exactly. Yeah. Between whenever they hit old age and death, you know, they're probably not getting a whole lot. Though maybe they do get, you know, baths from the nurses, which that, that could constitute wet time. But uh, because I don't have a definition, let me tell you about Alana. Well, Alana in 1993 created a website where she could discuss... How she wasn't getting anything in terms of, uh, you know, schmexy time. She was having none of that sex. Wasn't catching any D, as the kids yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of that uh, between the sheets that, you know, her parents knew about. Uh, and so she made a website called Alana's Involuntary Celibacy Project. Um and, and for the purpose of that, she she wanted to share her story with an inclusive group with other people of all genders uh, and all orientations could could join her and discuss the issues that they were having, largely around um, body problems, dysmorphia, probably low self-esteem, you know, like zit face, pizza face, whatever, you know, whatever kind of things... Uh, get people to not feel uh sexy enough about themselves you know like she's a bit of a a a dr manhattan figure and in that she 
she doesn't know the power of what she's created. Right. Like, I think she was way ahead of her time. Like, what I, when I think about this project in, in those terms as a, an all-inclusive community where people could talk about their problems to try to resolve them, but with sex, I think of it as like a responsible Tinder, you know? But basically what had happened through her college career is that at some point she became an adult and um, I'm, I'm reading off my notes here but essentially she handed it off to a stranger like it was a probably i imagine it like back in the day of like angel fire websites and geocities she probably just gave her yahoo username and password or some shit to mm-hmm. just like hey you're like an admin on this form i don't know who you are in real life but like here's this and this website you're now the webmaster and walked away right um and she had a sizable group because by 1997, so in about four years, she had a mailing list. Now, like, that's early days of the internet, right? Yeah, having a mailing list was a big, big deal back then. I mean, dude, having a mailing list is a big deal for companies today. Yeah. And they get, like, a 22% open rate. Yeah. You know, like, I bet her open rate was... Pro- she probably had weeks of, like, 100% open rate. Yeah, probably. Like, all these people were like, what's Alana doing? We gotta hear about this. Um, not banging. Right, right, right. No, they, they weren't getting any schmexy time. They were just, you know, like, getting blog updates. Uh, and for 1997, it's you know probably uh, probably as close as you would get to like um, like pen pal like a better pen pal because you don't have to wait three months for a letter to come. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, that's where the term actually um, came from. She had a sign off on that mailing list using an abbreviation uh, NV cell. So. INV for involuntary cell for celibacy and then that got shortened to incel and defined as anybody of any gender who was lonely had never had sex or who hadn't had a relationship in a long time so again tinder right like you're lonely you haven't been in a relationship you haven't had sex in a while hmm maybe tinder could help yeah well and actually if, if we're gonna get onto the topic of tinder at all um one thing that I thought was kind of interesting is like this cycle that kind of repeats itself throughout incel culture. I spent a lot of time on their subreddit looking through different posts and stuff, some of the like top posts of the year and then just kind of stuff that's going on recently. And a huge through line is that so these dudes are lonely. These dudes then go on Tinder. They don't do very well on Tinder and they get depressed and then as some kind of like perverse experiment they then create an alternate tinder yeah with basically like a catfish account that is a girl's account and yeah. they may you know they take the pictures of a hot girl yeah, and yeah. put them up there and then just watch as there's like tens or hundreds of uh responses rolling in and then yeah. they, and then they get like super depressed by that which yeah i mean that's that's going to be depressing but that's kind of the nature of tinder and tinder really it's not very representative of the actual sexual marketplace dude absolutely not and you know who they could learn from they could learn it's like those dudes that play like uh online games as like female characters yeah and then just milk other characters for items yeah like you could learn from that right like 
well, not in this instance, because they're trying to do it IRL, which is, I guess, their number one problem. Um, but yeah, that, that whole thing, I just, like, it's crazy to me that here you have a community, like, you're talking through email, it's 1997, and instead of, like, turning it into, like, you would think that if, if you're on this forum, right, and you're trying to find whatever, whether it be sex or a meaningful relationship, but you're talking to other individuals who are also in the same, like, literally, like, how perfect is that targeting? Ooh, I'm looking for someone to have sex with who also wants to have sex. Me too. And then it turns into, like, a bunch of dudes, like, not doing right. that. And, and like, how do you go... Well, and I'd actually be really curious. I didn't really get into the uh the kind of origins of it that far anyway um so i'd be curious to know like what the what the boards were like back then i would imagine that since it was created by a lady probably wasn't didn't have the same kind of like violence and vitriol towards women as yeah it, it, it probably wasn't just a like an overall puke and shit fest yeah that incels are right now um and like just just like dude it's 1994 the internet's been out in the mass market of the united states for less than four years at this point like it hasn't even hit the world and you already had like for for someone to be public about their internet use in 94 that's a big deal because back then anonymity was like the whole point right and you could get like there, there was no verification to your public profile at all and so for her to come out then also as a as a woman, a female, a, a girl, like that's a big deal, right? You're you're doxing yourself effectively to a bunch of weirdos. Yeah. And then to, you know, have this beast be born out of something that you created with love in mind. I think with uh with incels, their current state, it's uh it, it's good to just kind of get oriented uh on on its original message so someone reached out to uh alana for comment when one of the uh, attacks happened yeah and uh, this is what she had to say she says it definitely wasn't a bunch of guys blaming women for their problems that's a pretty sad version of this phenomenon that's happening today things have changed in the last 20 years now I kind of uh, try to find a timeline of events for this. Uh -huh. And the last 20 years were actually mostly kind of a lull. Like most of the stuff happening was kept to forums. You know, we touched on some uh, boards and whatever, mostly what, 4chan. I don't even know where these guys exist. There's a thing on Reddit. Within the last 10 years, it kind of blew up. And so you touched on this guy, I think, uh, earlier in the episode so i'm just gonna go through a little recap that i have of him and this is kind of like uh you know if if uh he he is to incels what zeus is to the greek panther are we talking about the supreme gentleman uh i don't know his nickname but this is uh elliot roger we're yeah, talking about yeah, the supreme gentleman yeah um well did you happen to catch any of his youtube videos no i did not spend time uh watching his shit uh but for the listeners who are unaware because i um remember hearing about the shooting and that there was a manifesto that a bunch of people were killed 
and I saw like uh, someone had used his clip in a commentary or whatever, but I just like I couldn't give it the energy to listen to it just because like I wholly disagree with the whole approach. Oh yeah, uh, and so I just you know R.I.P. to the victims, uh, the people that suffered, but I just couldn't give him that energy. Yeah, I mean it's. The only reason, the only <laughs> reason to do so is because he's incredibly fucking cringy, and it's he... kind of like it's kind of hilarious. The fact okay. that he murdered people is not at all funny. Yeah, yeah but yeah. the fact that he is a fucking dork is. Yeah. I mean, it's at least you can take some solace in the fact that this dude is it's, was it's, and always it's crazy has to been me a dork. Because okay, so I. You know, as soon as the internet was accessible to me, was on the internet, just because like I like playing games, so I would play video games. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and I at the time had a shitty e machine, so the only games I could play were like online games, right? Like, or there, there's there's a few games from like old gen, you know, like yeah, Pentium one two three. Yeah, some emulators and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like I could play Game Boy Advance on my uh on my e-machine and that was after adding a chip so that you know upgraded from 128 yeah <laughs> to like 512 you know so like i could play I, I could play some game boy advance you know uh you could get it off because our line wire would come you know with like 300 roms so that, you nice. know you, you get through some games that way but um you know i never quite got the inclination to like murder yeah yeah i mean so i i I don't know how much what what else did you have on elliot so so i just wanted to because i want this i want our podcast to be a wholesome experience for our listeners so let me just give you the full context of the asinine s of of elliot roger basically in 2014 on may 23rd elliot roger killed six and then injured 14 other people for a total of 20 and this happened in isla vista california near the university of california campus in santa barbara now this jackhole wrote 137 page manifesto and of course the youtube videos we just talked about where he detailed his lifestyle and why he was upset like basically that's what i get it's just like a crybaby that then just like took it too far because there were no parents you know well actually the the sad part is there were there were parents i mean like his his dad was a movie producer he was so this guy could have had a career he he basically had a career laid out for him this this wait he wasn't getting laid his dad was a big movie producer like i can't remember the movies he worked on i could probably look it up but i don't want to i don't want to do any more clicky clickies on the mic but right uh he yeah so he's he was like his dad was fucking loaded this kid was rich as hell uh he was he drove around a bmw and and filmed most of his videos in that um and he always was wearing like you know these really like very expensive looking sunglasses yeah Uh, yeah yeah. i remember seeing that snapshot yeah um, and um there was i can't remember who it was but somebody that is also pretty prominent in uh hollywood um i think he was another producer or something like that Mm -hmm. um actually 
shared a story with like some news organization after the shooting happened about like how his elliot rogers dad had said like hey my son is like going through some shit right now he's like really depressed he has like no confidence and you know he's got all these weird thoughts about women Mm -hmm. and um he was like i can't get through to him can maybe you talk to my kid for me and so like he he came over one time this is like a family friend who's again also a very prominent hollywood person um and was like trying to help the kid out and was like you know giving him advice and shit and uh yeah clearly it didn't fucking work dude maybe that was the problem because he had two chads trying to help him out like yeah, that, but that's a, fucking. I, I don't think his. I mean, dude, I don't think his dad was a Chad, and I don't think. I, was, I know. I, I shouldn't have made that joke. Um, <laughs> but like one of the things that was a distinct distinction, uh, a distinguishing factor for this guy is that he was uh, part of the, the a subculture within incels called the uh, Puas, and that's the pickup artist haters, which are. Uh, are you familiar with like? the books that are out i don't oh, even yeah. know their titles but like the, the books that basically like how to whatever how to pick up women or like how to get with girls or whatever yeah. the yeah i don't know the titles but um anyways those those exist and he was uh part of a group that was uh not about those guys but so i, I which wonder, is interesting because those guys and incels are kind of like inextricably linked well they're seeking the same thing they are seeking the same thing and like let's finish out elliot roger and then we can get into the concept of red pilling uh yeah yeah yeah. so for him um for elliot roger that was that was basically uh it for facts the other thing is that uh he became a martyr for the cause and a lot of uh people within that community i guess started worshiping him and wanted to emulate his acts. Yeah, they unironically um, refer to him as a supreme gentleman because he went on this weird rant in his car um, about how uh, here's here's my Elliot Roger impression because I want to put his voice on our fucking podcast. Okay, yeah, um, please don't. Uh, uh, all you girls don't appreciate me. All you girls don't understand that I'm just a supreme gentleman. I'm going to show you. That's that's kind of that's kind of his aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, I see. Um, he says all you girls a lot, um, and then he talks about how he is a supreme gentleman. Um, and but so the incel community unironically refers to him as the supreme gentleman, like because they think he's dude. He's that like a martyr, that that's yeah. like that's like uh, that guy in North Korea, the supreme leader. Yeah. And it's like you're as far away, <laughs> yeah, right. The one guy in North Korea that everyone knows about, the dynastic you're like, ruler. It, like, if that guy can get laid, dude, if he can, like, if well, that, if that, well, yeah. that guy's that guy's probably doing a lot of raping. Well, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the only other thing, um, there's basically been like a total of, um, you know, less than 10 attacks that are like 100% linked with the cause. There's a lot of uh, tangents, a lot of stretches. Like uh, Stephen Paddock, Paddock, mm-hmm. the dude uh, that, that shot the country um, country concert in uh, Las Vegas in 2017. He was an incel? Uh, no. So 
the way they wrap him up is uh, because he he had an unclear motive. Some of it, some incels and in some communities celebrated uh, the shooting and the shooter, saying that he was a hero because he was targeting normies. <laughs> and this uh, actually has a source um, off of Wikipedia from the Southern Pro- Poverty Law Center. Yeah, yeah I mean, I remember. So, so I guess it's you know verified yeah i remember when that was happening um we we were at work actually and uh, i happened to be on lunch and i was like up at the park and on my lunches because i am um, an extremely online brain poison millennial right um i would like just browse reddit and shit and Mm -hmm. while that was happening there was like an active thread of people this is not in like our incels this is like our news of people that were like um fucking oorah go after the normies you know that kind of a shit dude like they yeah there's a very there's a pretty large contingent of of just like people that don't give any like just don't give a fuck about human life at all. yeah so i guess a similar thing happened uh in the van attack on, in 2018 in toronto mm-hmm. that guy was an incel wasn't he uh i know there was a, a yeah Canadian i, I, I think so um from what I read that basically the entire community was uh, like as it unfolded and, and before anything was truly confirmed yet, like in the initial, you know, whatever uh, day or two of whatever of reporting, uh, there's just been posts where people were praising uh, the action and hoping that he left some sort of a message or manifesto aligning himself with the cause and that he could be their new saint. Yeah. And that's. Uh, that's another um, kind of subsect of that culture that I saw. Uh, I watched a documentary-ish, like a short clip uh, from Vice. We'll, we'll give them a nod. They do some good reporting sometimes. Uh, but yeah, basically this dude got interviewed uh, by a woman. A uh, girl came to his spot to interview him. And... Uh, he basically i love the intro so in the intro the dude has no job doesn't go to school he's like 23 he sits on a like on a desk on his mac computer for like two days at a time smoking cigarettes and uh he runs chat rooms Uh and basically the content of the chat rooms is as he describes it people just joking having fun and trying to have a good time and troll each other and then during the interview as as they're showing like the you know in the frame they're showing the computer whatever one of the dudes in the chat room is like oh is that bitch still there and he's telling her about it uh-huh. and you know types something whatever and then the dude apparently starts to take a shit okay and and he's like yeah that's what he does he'll just like take shits on chat <laughs> and that I can't help but think of uh have you seen that South Park episode where they play WoW? Yeah. Yeah, and they're like in the basement forever and they just get fat and then like Cartman pings his mom over and she puts it. And he shits in the bucket, yeah. Yeah. Shit bucket. Like I can't you know, and that's like that's no way to live a life, dude. Uh but what struck me in that video though, uh with all that joking 
And they also talk about self-harm and killing themselves also in in this group. Yeah. And uh, they had said that like four of this dude's friends had committed suicide already. Damn. Um, And that's just... To, like, that's is this do. was this specifically an incel group? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, it's, they were it's part super, of their incels. super common uh, among incel uh, groups for that kind of shit to happen. And um, dude, what I want to know is where the fuck's the money coming from? Because like Max ain't cheap. Rent and I don't. I forget. I mean, well, yeah, I'm know. assuming they live in California because you know where the fuck else would they live? Right, everyone lives in California. Yeah, but. I mean, so some of these dudes like have their shit together. Yeah, but apparently this guy doesn't have a job. Yeah, like, doesn't like doesn't do anything. So it's yeah. like, where are you? How'd you? I mean, you know, it could have I been mean, a stolen I've got a Mac, Mac but I don't have a job. Yeah, but I mean, but it's a different I mean, situation. I, I, I got my Mac. Like, yeah, plus you got a job. We're doing this podcast. Job. Yeah, yeah, this uh, is my job. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, making bank, dog, dude. <laughs> um, <laughs> we we taking it to Rothschilds right now. Yeah, every night. Um, so like, subscribe on Patreon. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I forgot. I forgot to even think of an advertiser. Yeah. All right, we'll figure it out. So, just kind of the next thing I wanted to cover was um, the concept of red pilling. If we're ready to move on. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there, there's basically uh, a bunch of other dudes. Like one dude stopped another, uh, stomped, uh, like an unconscious man uh, in his uh, in his in his gut and like nutsack because he just wasn't getting any and that that like reminds me of that psycho moment yeah when in the, the american psycho yeah, yeah yeah he's just killing homeless men yeah but like he's also successful and like super rich lawyer yeah so not exactly and he gets i mean you know whole pussy all the time but whatever yeah so not exactly the same but you know sex worker pussy yeah, yeah, yeah. excuse oh you. were they yeah i wasn't i was young when i saw that movie so not <laughs> wasn't familiar with the concept of exchanging uh goods and services for cash in hotel rooms so you know my apologies (laughs) uh but yeah so so yeah basically for our audience uh in in the research there was um two things there were two things brought up that i kind of had heard about knew something of through like contextual meaning and that's red pilling where it says black pilling right and somehow that's pretty important to this group of individuals in terms of how they uh logic their their way in and out of the shit that happens uh so yeah if, right if you want to so so uh just to kind of jump into it i guess red pilling um and again this is something that a lot of very online people are probably familiar with but um it comes as far as i can tell like from mainly reddit and 4chan i mean there was there was a subreddit called r the red pill okay. for a while that was kind of the center of all of this i think actually the red pill still exists um i'd avoid it if if i were you um <laughs> okay because because red pill uh red pilling can be applied to anything where you're trying to logic sort of kind of but it's been massively co-opted by this very specific movement okay um, tell me so, about it so and it comes from the matrix as you you probably uh, mm, yeah, tactically ascertained already um it's uh you know morpheus offers the red pill or the blue pill the red pill is like he's you know neo sees the truth for what it is and then the blue pill is like you go on continuing the red pill is essentially um they think that the world essentially is run by feminists 
Okay. That they actually control everything, but they just have like this kind of illusion of of being um, the, like the downtrodden sex, mm-hmm. but that they're actually the gatekeepers of everything, everything really. And so the red pill is different from incels in that the red pillars don't necessarily like they maybe can get laid still. Okay. But they're okay. but it's the red pill is really really heavily linked with the PUA or PUA or pickup artist yeah, culture. Pl- pl- play a Hayden club. Uh yeah, because they they subscribe to that uh like game mentality of like right. um you know, women like to be treated like shit, so you should treat them like shit. Okay. And uh, women are uh, kind of innately treacherous and only after your money. Like, I mean, these are like so, super so like 1800s they... ideas that like, uh, that are just being, they're kind of... You know what I would love to know? If any of these dudes actually read any of the books on how to get some game or like... They, they did, and a lot of these books are... are contributing to this and that's what mentality. they got out of it that well women uh, want to be treated like shit i mean a lot of these ga- these books specifically say that <laughs> i mean yeah i wouldn't know because i i mean have no need for that book and that's not like uh oh alex you got a game or anything like that it's just that it's not it's just no. that it's not a game you, you it's got, just well, you talk to you talk to i, human I mean you beings. gotta play the game regardless of what you want to call it you gotta go out there yeah, you, you have to talk, get out you, there. but it's really as simple as just like going out and talking to people and being nice and not and like when you go into it with the mentality of like oh this like this fucking bitch you know this, <laughs> right like, this if, if this you, bitch is just my a sexual gatekeeper you know dude, she's just you, an obstacle that I have to get past to get to her pussy is like women can fucking they have like intuition to a degree just like everyone. So when you're talking to them and you're saying you're trying to, you know, carry on a normal conversation to try and get in their pants, but you are coming into it with that mentality, like they're going to get some major, like, fucked up vibes from you because you fucking deserve it. You know what I don't get in all of this? This is what I don't get in all of this. So if the whole purpose Uh of an incel is to get, to no longer be an incel, so to get with or whatever, have sex... And they find it an obstacle, the facade of personality. Uh-huh. I'm trying to be very abstract about this. And all they want is the physical thing of having sex. Yeah. Like, there's countries in the world where prostitution is legal. Or there's and, states in the U.S. where prostitution is legal. Right. And there are... But but you know that might be expensive, right? It might it might not be in your budget if you're unemployed, sitting in your apartment, right? So you could go. To be fair, to, travel, uh, sex tourism might not be in your budget either. I mean, it's, right? It may not. Right? But uh, like it, it probably does require like a small amount of hygiene and like. Well, and, and like a plane ticket. That's what I was getting at. Yeah, fair enough. But like, dude, you can get a plane ticket to Europe for like under a thousand. That's true. And Spain's pretty cheap. Basically, I saw this documentary. So, and this could be a fun uh, addendum or sub another episode. But uh, basically, there's this documentary. There's a town in Spain called Paradise. (coughs) 
um, where women from countries all over the world go because prostitution is legal and they can make a fuck ton of money because basically like it's on a major trade route between Spain and France and so they've got all these like French businessmen and husbands yeah just like like especially if they're truckers like if that's their route like they'll just pull in real quick into paradise you know spend a spend a couple of honest bucks and uh be on their way with their cargo after off offloading so like you could do that like how like you said you could go to you know the the state where it's legal here there's like, there, i mean there's a lot of things you could do that it don't even involve prostitution there's uh, right like, like you could go out to a bar you could go to a fucking book club like you could go on tinder and not have uh View crazy unrealistic standards yeah and, yeah, yeah like up opinions. I, I think a lot of that from some of the other stuff i read is also the uh like the servitude or subjugation aspect that mm-hmm. they're looking for where it's like uh it's not so much that they want even sex or like a companion or someone to be with they just want like a hole that's accessible whenever right yeah, and and that's that kind of so just to tie that back into red pill, so that's kind of like generally their mentality. That's like okay. that's how they view women. Hmm. So how that connects to incels is like I feel like there's kind of two branches that you can go from being quote unquote red pilled. Okay, you can go into being like a toxic fucking misogynist Chad. Okay, right, which. To just to delineate, Chads and Stacys are what incels call attractive men and women. So, just people capable of getting laid, essentially. Um, yeah, so that's a pretty well all encompassing bucket of individuals. Yeah. Like, so you either go the pickup artist route or you go the incel route because you've got these fucked up views of women, but you also fucking hate yourself and you know that they're never they're, you don't have anything to offer them. They're not going to go after you. By your own definition of what women are interested in, right? Which is oh, money, that's a fucked money, fucking... and uh, and you know, hot dudes. Dude, that's a fucked impossibility to spin yourself into. Yeah. So that's where. So red pilling, I feel like, is kind of a preclude to uh, becoming, you know, uh, an incel. And then what inceldom feels like now, uh, just based on the, the research that I've done is a lot of black pilling, which is essentially black pilling is like, um, nothing matters. Everything is shit. And I, there's no hope for anything. And so like, if you go onto the like brain cells or the incel website now, um, a really common thing that they do is they'll just like take selfies Mm-hmm. knowing like these are dudes that have really really horrible self-esteem they're talking about like the a thing that they say on there all the time is like the rope is calling my name so it's like really melodramatic like suicide stuff mm-hmm. and um and then they'll they'll post these selfies so that other incels can just make fun of them and talk about how they're never going to get laid because they're fucking super ugly so it's like a high school yeah, but except they're doing that. They're posting these selfies so that these people say and this. These it's are not, supposed to be like friends in the community, right? Like and that's the and, and that's shit. the whole point of posting a selfie. There is for everyone to berate you. Oh, to just get fucking smashed down. Yeah, it's like people aren't doing it out of the hope that like 
people will be like, oh, you, you're not a real incel, man. You, so, you got so it going like, on. So, They're so literally like... like sell, it's like self-flagellation. It's so, weird. So, dude, it's like the opposite of Instagram likes. It's like the addiction isn't to get likes and comments. It's, it's just to have someone views. tell you you're fucking ugly. It's to just... Wow. Yeah. Another, so, so what I read about blackpilling is that it... it uh, also comes down to uh, beliefs of, uh, and I'm, I'm going to use some big terms here, so bear with me, but uh, biological determinism, fatalism, yeah. and uh, defeatism, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I should have known that was defeatism, uh, but for uh, unattractive people. And so when I think about that, you know, I see basically that now, apparently, according to this, eugenicism comes in a spectrum it's like you have the one side of eugenicism where if you're on the max you think you're better than everyone based on your genes and then this side where you think you're worse worse yeah based on your genes uh but that but but that feeling of worseness came after your environment told you that right and your environment is the incel group, so the group that you voluntarily became a part of, that then spends time telling you that you're never going to be shit because you're already worse than horse manure. And if you say that the rope is calling your name, they're standing over there with a marker and a rope writing it in and like, here you go, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, also, do you know, did, you, did you come across anything uh, Jordan Peterson related? In terms of incels, yeah. Are you are you familiar with Jordan Peterson? Oh yeah, okay. I know who Jordan Peterson is. Do you know about his work with the incel community? Not with the incel. It's community. not. I mean, he does. It's not really specifically work with the incel community, but he invokes them a lot. And um, I, I know his a lot of his work focuses on uh, men who want to be men but don't know how. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, to a degree. He also is, like, very uh, anti... So this is, a, like, one of the the kind of incredible ironies within, um, within incel culture. So, like, as you'd imagine, if, like, a lot of these people having these really shitty views on women, uh-huh. um, a lot of them tend to be on the right of the political spectrum. Okay. Um, and... So, yeah, in my research, I didn't uh, find... Or look for necessarily anything that had to do with politics. Yeah. Um, um, but what's interesting about that, so like there, and a lot of them are pretty big subscribers of Jordan Peterson because he always talks, he goes on and on about how like uh, there is sexual inequality and uh, amongst men and there are just a very small portion of men that are getting all the sexual spoils on the marketplace. And Did he actually, was that him verbatim-ish? Ish, yeah. Um, yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah, and then but he also what he also said. goes on and on about like oh cultural Marxism is um, uh, very problematic toward but what he's arguing for and he's literally argued this I've I've heard interviews of him arguing for essentially sexual Marxism <laughs> but and uh, what that's what a lot of these dudes and, wind and up doing for our audience that may not be familiar explain Marxism so well Marxism is uh, a political theory that really you should just you should do your own research on um, by reading Marx 
But um, I mean, it's like it's uh, people it gets conflated with communism a lot. It's mm-hmm. it's relatively similar, but it's like a collectivism. But yeah, yeah, yeah. so in the context of what Jordan Peterson is criticizing is he's criticizing actual Marxism like he's not he doesn't like Marxists. Okay. And then he also doesn't like cultural Marxism, which is what it's he in his misunderstanding of modern neoliberalism is like calling that cultural Marxism when it really is not. Okay. It's just neoliberalism. And there's actual Marxists that like, I guess you could try to criticize us if you want, but um, sure, sure. So, So, but anyway, what they wind up arguing for is a like mandated governmental girlfriend program. Which is like but, to even oh, the scales because like they're because Jordan Peterson will talk about how women um, are less inclined to be like monogamous, which is just a bizarre ass- assertion to make um, and are, uh, are, are are more inclined to promiscuity and that we there should be, we need to have something that essentially locks that down and makes it like harshens the punishment for infidelity and makes it so that like if you're a fucking ugly dude and you are can't get a girlfriend like there he's arguing for them to be some sort of social structure that provides you with somebody to fuck okay which well. is like that's like essentially what people like me are arguing we do with all the money yeah, which actually makes sense. Well, because there's right, a finite one amount is a, of resources well, on the earth, is a, and there's an infinite is a, amount of sexual resources. One is a one is a sentient being that thinks, feels, yeah, and yeah. understands, right? It processes reality mm-hmm. much as we all do, and the other is a figment of our imagination put on paper and backed by all of us spending it, right? Uh, and as such, you know, is a useful tool. I mean, as long as it circulates everywhere and hence that's where the problem yeah. comes is when the circulation of said money stops it's just funny if you just replace sex and take out all of the like the uh replace sex with money and take out all of the weird fucking misogynist bullshit that jordan peterson talks about and mm-hmm. he's like uh, uh bernie sanders with a mickey mouse voice <laughs> that motherfucker <laughs> does have a mickey, a mickey mouse voice for sure who jordan peterson oh <laughs> oh <laughs> Uh, dude, I can't. Anytime I think of Mickey Mouse, it's been ruined for me by I think it's South Park, because they always Where he's like, or Family Guy. Oh yeah, whichever one makes fun of like how they basically just own the world yeah. in terms of yeah, like free free ideas and you yeah. know through cartoons like yeah, and they're like beating up kids everything. And shit and- uh, yeah, like, like Indiana Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones getting raped by Disney. Yeah. And that's like a remake of Deliverance. Right. Like that type of thing. Um, okay. So here's, I think, what I will say in terms of uh, incels, individuals in that community wanting mandated girlfriends. Uh, no. <laughs> Two, one simple reason. Uh, if you can't get a girl okay so natural selection if you believe in that sort of thing or if you don't but it's a powerful tool whether true or not you know whether it's all in your head or you know it actually exists if you're not able to procreate 
then it should end there. Like, yeah, I mean, but you have to be, and but also like it's hard for me. Like, so I, I would, I like I have mentioned a couple times. I did a lot of like going through the subreddit and stuff, mm-hmm. and like there were moments where I kind of start to feel bad for these dudes, but then like. It's just, you think about it and it's like, it's honestly, it's not that fucking hard. I know what is happening here and it's these guys are going on Tinder. They're swiping on, they're like, you know, uh, expressing their interest in only like in very, very attractive way out of their league girls dude, and women. And they're not hearing anything back for obvious reasons. Like, dude, you just need to understand that like there's... There's girls out there that are at the same like uh, sexual well, dude, like, like, attractiveness. Here's the, it's, a, it's a matter of like, first of all, personal choice, and for for anyone to think that they will be a personal choice for anyone out there, like to just not from a sense of because I don't want to like like pursue go find your your whoever you're looking for but you're not entitled but to, to yeah but to feel entitlement to uh to feel entitlement that infringes directly like to the fullest extent on the autonomy of another like that's fucking rape yeah you're not you're like, not entitled we, to have we, anyone touch your we've, dick we've already yeah <laughs> uh, right and if, to if force your happens, dick onto others right if if anyone happens to touch your dick that's a fucking that's luck dude good job but outside of that like you don't that's that's not something you have a right to in this world so if it's something right it's It's, like that's central to your fucking personality no that's that's need to assess some things like dude i mean we have as a society i'm pretty sure with the laws that we've put into place said that fucking any like Prearranged marriages, any forced fucking subjugations, like like I don't I don't know how many other terms I could find that are like just horrendous. Yeah, yeah. So um, like I don't know. Go see Baba in prison. I'm sure he'll take a conjugal dude. <laughs> Fuck. Um, yeah, and then the other thing too that I kind of forgot to mention earlier is like. Um, and just that they are comically obsessed with fucking skulls, dude. Really? So weird about it. Yeah. Like, dude. Well, did you watch that ContraPoints video? Yes. Um, so, like, and by so the way, I'll, just for the Contra video, the ContraPoints video that I watched, I ended up, my takeaway was that the host was awesome. Yeah. Funny. And. Like, I laughed at some of the jokes that she made near the end of the video and completely forgot about all the stuff that she said about <laughs> the incels. Um, <laughs> completely. I was like, oh, this fucking shit is awesome. Subscribe. Yeah. And I moved on with my She's day. great. So, like, if, if I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, sponsor, not sponsor. She doesn't need it, but... Um, ContraPoints uh, Contra on YouTube. Check them out. awesome on YouTube. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, and she does an episode on on incels that, frankly, is probably going to be a little better than this and probably better produced. But um, she, so one of the things that she gets into is just like how obsessed they are with skulls and like the size of your jaw. And there's this thing called the um, 
I can't remember. It's it's some weird. What the Chad quotient? I don't. Even yeah, know. It, it's it's essentially the Chad quotient, and it's like this ratio of like your chin width to how far it protrudes from like your yeah jaw. I I don't know. It's it's all about like fucking jaw size. They're just weirdly obsessed with all this shit, and they think that it is that's such a what weird makes them unattractive. That, that's such a weird non-existent form of body dysmorphia. Well, and also, yeah, uh, that's true. Because body dysmorphia, I will say, I think is real in oh, yeah. my limited understanding Absolutely. of psychology. And the people that suffer from it should not be ostracized. But, and I say this word because incels should be fucking tossed in an inferno. <laughs> like, like, okay, no, I don't want to incite violence. Please, please do not go that way. But serious. And if you do need help, uh, you know, whatever. I don't know. Betterhelp.com. No, that's a different website. <laughs> no, no. That's, I mean, if, I, honestly, if, like, suicide, get a therapist. Suicide and shit, it's not, it's not, it's a big deal. And it's yeah. tough and it's hard for anyone to go through. But, yeah, I've gone women, through two in my women life. Women are like, not your problem. They're not the, they're, they, they didn't do this to you. Yes. Another, and you, being. like, being in this cycle over and over and, and continuing to have these, like, opinions about women is just going to be, like, a self-fulfilling prophecy. You're never going to get out of it if you are if you have this mentality. Yeah. Fucking get your shit together, bro. Oh, don't get jaw implants. Please do not get Jesus Christ. That, that's implants. a big thing, too. Like, they're, a lot, they're all trying to get jaw implants. Dude, just, just if, you, if, that's, if you think that implants are going to help you, just look at what it's done to people in Korea. And that's one of the countries with the most suicides in the world because people feel like they don't fit in. Yeah. Don't do that. Find a group that you can fit into that's better and less self-destructive. Because I think, honestly, the biggest issue that I can see in this is the self-destructive nature of the whole thing and the perpetuating self-fulfilling cycle that this group is yeah it's just a downward spiral like and from it seems like from the moment somebody gets into it it's just they're going down from there it's it's not there's no and positive outcome you know maybe instead you should just go and have a goth phase that you should have had from like 13 through 15 listen to some heavy like rap death metal and you know worship satan and draw some pentagrams on your walls and smoke some dope. Yeah. And maybe do some better drugs and have an eye-opening experience on some mushrooms. And I guarantee you there's going to be at least one girl in that group that's going to like you. And maybe you become pen pals and shit. Full on, go, yeah, do that. Be goth. Get a couple of tattoos. Yes, that are definitely. Like- like, like some kinda, fucked up tattoos some fucked up ones and then like one or two they're just like straight up fucking really stupid yeah and then yeah um, just get dumb tattoos that you're gonna want to cover up with better ones because at least that's gonna give you something else to think about and i mean and if like goth girls they'll probably fuck you dude. well goth dude and like, like dude at least it'll be a dumb story like you'll be able to just rip some shots get drunk and like play some some uh some take off your clothes poker i forget what they call that strip poker oh there you go and uh you know you take off your shirt and cultural marxists call it strip poker and then bam there's a fucking dumbass tattoo that now you have something to talk about like yeah 
All right. I think. And don't fucking kill yourself. Yeah, and don't fucking kill others. Jesus. Even more important. You guys are fucking crazy. Seriously. Fucking get your shit together. Say again.